podcasting from the world's most livable city, Melbourne. This is the Your Career Down Under Show, a podcast dedicated to help newly arrived skilled migrants and settled migrants with their career and employment issues. We interview recruiters, career coaches, HR experts and employers who share tips, techniques and insights to help you land a job quickly and rapidly advance your career. Hello everyone, to continue our effort to help job seekers and professionals through this COVID-19 crisis, we spoke to Vivek Chopra, who is a productivity expert and a coach. Vivek shares his practical ideas and insights about how we can double our productivity while reducing stress. So let's talk to Vivek and find out more. Hello everyone, uh, this is Naishad Gadani coming to you uh, from India. Uh, we just found out yesterday that we'll be in lockdown until 3rd of May at least. And it seems like that my uh, going back to Australia uh, plan is further delayed. I know people in Australia are absolutely missing me, uh, but don't worry, I'll be there uh, very, very soon. Uh, you know, and we'll definitely catch up for coffee. I've got heaps of coffee invitations while I'm doing my LinkedIn live, which is, which is surprising. Um, but uh, but look, for those people who are joining us for the first time, or you've been, you know, you've been wondering what Naishad and Caroline does at 3 p.m. Melbourne time every day. Uh, well, uh, what we are trying to do is to is to help, uh, is to provide hope to job seekers and professionals out there. It's been very trying, uh, you know, circumstances that we find ourselves in. When I started from uh, from in uh, from Australia on fourth of March, the world wasn't the same. Uh, you know, in just six weeks, the world is absolutely turned upside down, and we still don't know uh, when the things become. Uh, if I can use the word normal. Uh, but the, the whole idea of doing this LinkedIn Lives is to also provide uh, you know, new perspectives, new ideas around career, around jobs, uh, you know, about various issues that I think our you know, professionals are facing in this time. So that's the whole, uh, whole context of doing this LinkedIn Live. And we've been start, we started this three weeks back. Uh, this is uh, our fourth week, I think, yeah, fourth week. And we have also uploaded all the previous uh, LinkedIn lives that we have done in form of a con uh, podcast, which is available uh, as well. 
So without further ado, Caroline, welcome from Gippsland. Thanks for having me. And I always do a little weather report, Vivek. I don't know why. It's a bit of a routine. It's lovely and sunny outside. It feels like spring. So very happy to be joining you both today because I think we're going to have a fantastic conversation. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, really looking forward to it. Excellent. Thank All you. right. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Vivek, Vivek is a very dear friend of uh, mine. We, uh, you know, we uh, worked together at, with Landmark Education for a number of years. Um, and then, uh, you know, Vivek is also a trainer, coach, uh, many, many uh, designations that I can give you. But the reason why we got Vivek today is to talk about a very pertinent topic, uh, you know, productivity. Uh, so, Vivek, if you can give us your background and then we will start throwing you some curvy questions. Sure. So, uh, around 17 years ago, I uh, got myself in touch with a company in America called Mission Control Productivity. And I got their license uh, to offer their productivity workshops in India. And I've been leading and delivering and coaching people in their distinctions of productivity for 17 years. I've uh, been into transformational training with Denmark education for 19 years. Then I've been studying and learning new techniques in the last six years on transformation, productivity, facilitation, ways that people can actually uh, take their lives to the next level. And so right now, my, my game in life is uh, to increase the level of consciousness of human being so that they can deal with their challenges at a new raised level of consciousness. Uh, that's what, what we're up to now. Uh, Absolutely. So that's about me. I'm in Delhi, uh, in Gurgaon, nearby uh, to Delhi. And our pollution is gone. And it's great weather. We're, we're kind of surprised. There's no pollution in Delhi mm. at all. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and and absolutely. You know, I, I think you, you touched on the point is that we find ourselves in a very, in a new realm. Absolutely, something that uh, none of us, uh, you know, in our living, uh, you know, time. Even we we spoke to Alan, uh, you know, who's, you know, if I can, you know, he's uh, he's an, um, you know, quite senior uh, in his capacity, and he's not experienced this kind of stuff at all. But I think if we, if we talk about, let's, let's probably zoom in a little bit more about the impact of Corona times, uh, you know, on individual productivity. Because I think, you know, at least in India, we are under absolutely lockdown unless you are obviously running an essential service. A lot of people are working from home. You've got, you are working from home, your partner is working from home, kids are studying, uh, you know, and you've got less computers available, you've got internet you know bandwidth challenge so there are a lot of lot of things are happening suddenly you find yourself in a very very challenging and unusual environment what are your observations that that are the impact on productivity under these circumstances so two main uh, impacts one is quite simple you are now working from home that means there are too many people at home who are distracting and interrupting each other. And uh, normally when you work, you want to be professional, formal, proper, not making, you know, nobody should be around. The kid should not come. Everybody should be dressed impeccably. But very often that doesn't happen. You have people roaming around in their shorts, 
you know, it's, it's, the kids are going to come and say things, right, just when you're in your conversation with your client or with your, with your manager. So these things are normal. And uh, being a little upset, distracted is a reaction. It's a normal thing. But I recommend people to calm down. Um, you're at home. And so naturally, the things that happen at home are going to happen while you're working. So just take it in your stride. Calm down and get back to focusing on your work. So that's one big, a big challenge. Uh, the other challenge is, of course, people are worried, people are stressed, people have got lots of negative thoughts in their head. It's kind, kind of uh, an emotional reaction to the times that are there. And uh, worrying about what's going to happen is not going to help at all. So one of the things I that has helped me and it has helped a lot of us is just accepting what's so without adding too much drama to it, mm -hmm. without doing, getting too emotional about it. We're at home. You could say that's not bad. You could say that's good. At least you got a home. Mm -hmm. um, you're safe at home. Uh, you have limited whatever finance with you, but you have that. So you have what you have. You don't have what you don't have. So start from there. Hmm. Accept what is so without doing too much noise about it. Don't make too much drama about it. Calm down, breathe oxygen. All negative thoughts is like taking carbon dioxide in. So just keep your carbon dioxide out, breathe in oxygen, relax. And uh, do some exercises like mindfulness, breathing. Uh, so that you have calm thoughts. And then you can easily create wise actions. Uh, in this kind of environment. So that, these are the two main impacts of COVID in today's world that people are at home. Can I um, just ask a question? Do you think that um, there's a different way of being productive at home? Like this, this time could actually change people's ideas about what they need to, to be productive instead of sort of because a lot of the, I think some people struggle with, you know, you've, you're in an office and you've got a structure to your day. But at home, you, you don't. Um, so do, do you think people are using, like, this time is helping people be a different type of, or serving productivity in a different way, do you think? So it's different for different people. Yeah. Um, my son works in a digital advertising marketing company. He is busy from 9.30, 10 till about 7.38 in the evening, maybe even 10 o'clock in the evening. Yeah. And he's busy working the whole day, just as if he was in his office. Uh, me and my wife, we have been more busy in the last three weeks than we were before the lockdown. Uh, somehow, because there are so many more people at home, so we can serve them. Otherwise, mm. they were too busy to even talk to us. <laughs> yeah. They were busy at work. Right? Yeah. Uh, there are people who have nothing to do because the kind of work that they, they normally do um, they just can't do it. So they have nothing to do. So they, they can only do things like watch Netflix and trouble each other at home. Mm. Um, so for those, are the, for those people who have got nothing to do, these WhatsApp messages that come, at least use your time to lose some weight, develop a good habit, play the guitar. You know, you must come out of this lockdown having done one more new thing. It's good for those people who have got really nothing to do. Mm. But... It's not that everybody has nothing to do. People have lots mm. to do. Mm. Uh, in fact, in India, it's very bad. Uh, 
in india we have help at home all the families they have people who come uh, people coming home to clean their house people coming to cook for them people coming to take care of the children so that people can do their jobs mm. today a young mother has to take care of her children school them and do her office work mm. so it's like she has three times as much work as she had when she was going to work mm. so so how do you deal with that how you deal with that is calm down don't do everything mm. just because you're at home and just because someone expects you to do something doesn't mean you're going to do it you can't do everything you're mm. a human being you can't do everything so now be wise look at all the work and say what you can do mm. make it your schedule just like you have a work schedule make a work schedule while you're working from home mm. give yourself yeah. some time for family give you mm. some time for getting that work that needs to get done put some time slots for that mm. your calls your meetings you know time to connect with your manager and the meetings that you have with your manager get clarity give yourself some time slots uh, where you can focus and work and let the rest of the family know these are my time slots that i don't want to be disturbed mm. these are the time slots that we will be together and we will do whatever we want to do Hmm. That helps. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I think I think one of one of the things uh, Vivek that I I when I did the mission control workshop, uh, you know, with you, uh, many many years back, one of the thing that really kind of was aha moment or that really gave me the freedom is that you can never get it all done, and I think I think that's one of the biggest hindrance, uh, in my view, in the productivity that. I know I can get it all done. I can read books. I can learn a new skill. I'm I'm going to do this. I'm going to do you know this and you know I'm going to do achieve everything. I think you know you know that amount of pressure is also impeding productivity because you know there are there are so many people out there who are kind of you know have a very imposing views about on social media specifically, right? that that you got to be able to do this look i can do it you know i can i can go for a jog i can do this and you know what what excuse do you have i think that also affects many many people and and yes. and they they want to do everything right and probably they are not able to do everything the justice that's required so what are your thoughts around around that 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 distinction because that's a very powerful you know sort of you know embracing that is very powerful yeah this it's the it is the most important uh, learning in a program like mission control workshops what does it say it said you're never going to get it all done but let's let's not go there what is the belief that people have is the belief they have been brought up with they have been taught since childhood the childhood advice or orders of our parents and our teachers was you better do everything mm -hmm. and if you don't do everything you're a bad boy and you're a naughty girl mm. and that is something that's already in everybody's mind that if i didn't get everything done then i would look very bad it's a, i'll be ashamed and people will be ashamed of me and people will give call me names well the truth is it's an unexamined thought is it possible for any human being or even god 
to get done everything that is possible to get done. I mean, there are one million things to do. Hmm. You aren't going to get them done this week, next week, or next to next week. Right? So, yeah. when you stand in the truth, it's impossible to do everything. So, I am not going to do everything. No question about it. So, if suddenly, this whole mountain of things you said you need to do, you're going to say, hold on, I'm not going to do all these things. So, I, what I tell people is, take this whole mountain and put it into a pile called, I'm not going to do it. I'm free. I have nothing to do now. Mm. If I want to do something, I'm going to think, what's important? From this mountain, I'll pick what I want to do. and Put that in my schedule. Whether it is my personal life, whether it's for my health, whether it's for my work, for my career, I will pick only those items that are really, really important. Mm. And I'll get those done. I'll get them done well. If you do all those things well, I promise you, you will do much more than you're doing right now, carrying the whole mountain. And you'll do it well, and you'll make more money. I had this great question. I listened to Tim Ferriss' podcast, and he was in, interviewing this wildly successful entrepreneur in real estate. And he said he asked this one question, which is, what's the one thing that I could do that would make the biggest difference that would render all other tasks unnecessary and not necessary? And it was a great way of actually going, what is it? Trouble I find with that question is I don't know <laughs> half the time what that big thing is. So, but uh, I thought it was a great a great question, and but also that you know what you mentioned about examining the beliefs behind what you need to do. You know, so whose expectations are you fulfilling? Who's going to think you're a bad person if you don't do that? And you know, stopping to go like, why is that important to actually get that done? I think we don't stop stop and go. You know, why am I doing this? What's going to happen if I don't do it? You know, what's going to really happen if I don't do it? I think, yeah, really great questions to ask. Yeah. So there are two things in that. Why? Why are we doing things? We either do things because they're really important, mm. not only to us, they're important to our families, to our organizations, to our customers. Like there is a value in what we do. Mm. And there's another reason for doing something. It's called threat. Like there's a gun on your head. If you don't do it, you're going to get shot. Mm. If your whole life was a burden, a task, a threat, that everything you did was because of the threat, mm. there is no uh, happiness in choice in what you do. It's mm. like you're being forced to do something. I remember the time I, I just... I actually posted it on Facebook uh, just yesterday, a, a small video, two-minute video, which I was sharing about my daughter, who once ran up to me in class eight or nine and said, why do I have to study this biology? And I said, you don't have to study your biology. You can just ignore it. Don't worry about it. Mm. She says, but Papa, I have to go to school. I said, you don't have to go to anything. Mm. It's a choice you have. No, if I don't go, Mama will kill me. <laughs> I said, she won't kill you. You can ask her. And she asked her mom and her mom said, we'll save on your school fees. <laughs> so you have to go. And, and now this little girl, 14 years old, is absolutely worried. What's going on? My parents are telling me I don't have to go to, to school. Mm. 
and I don't have to study biology. And yes, I don't think you have to do anything of the sort. Mm. You don't have to do anything in your life. Mm. That's one context for living and one context from which we do things. And it's a very disempowering context. Mm. It's like you don't have a choice. She, in that conversation, created a reason for her own why of studying. Whether it was her biology or whether it was anything in her syllabus, she, she, it was up to her to create the why. It wasn't a why that I would give her or father, mother would give her or teacher would give her that if you mm -hmm. don't, you're going to be uh, getting ba bad marks and the whole school will laugh at you and you will be a failure. None of those threats. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to study? Because I want to be good at what I'm doing. I want to be able to take on difficult challenges in my life. Today, I'm getting this challenge. And I'm going to be good at dealing with this challenge. Tomorrow, when I grow up, I'll have bigger challenges. This is the time to develop the muscle to deal with challenges. That's why mm. I'm going to study. Now, that's a whole big context. Mm. And so she's went and did data science and social policy in the University of Philadelphia. She got 4.0 GPA in all five, six semesters. She's yeah. completed her master's there. She's an extraordinary uh, student of... Anything she does, she's really mm. good at it because she loves to study. She mm. chose to study. All mm. our kids, poor kids, they all go to school only because their parents are threatening them. Mm. Right? So having a powerful context is very, very important. Mm. And one needs to work with people to what could be a good context? What is the good reason for studying? What's important here? How will I develop? How, how will I contribute to society? Mm. You know, thinking of a bigger context, an empowering context, actually uh, gives life to what you do mm. and gives power to what you do. Mm. So you could do that at home, even when in lockdown. Yeah. Agree. Absolutely agree. Uh, I'm just going to put my computer on a charge. Uh, so, Karen, if you can continue, I'll be back in a second. Okay. Um ask just you know a few things around productivity Vivek and I don't know whether this comes under the facilitation and training that you do but what are your thoughts on um like things like routines like having a, a like a, a good morning routine a lot of people say you know you do these sort of I do these th three things in the morning and that sets me up for the day to to um to get what I need done in what what are your thoughts around um, you know, specifically morning routines. So one thing for sure, uh, having a routine for lots of people is great. It, yeah. it, it sort of helps them to, you know, to have a certain kind of, uh, of a day that works for them. Mm. Uh, a lot of our millennial young people, uh, they seem to feel that I'll wake up whenever I want. I'll sleep whenever I want. I'll not have any routine. So on Monday, I'll wake up in the morning at 8 o'clock. On Wednesday, I'll wake up at 6. On Thursday, I'll not wake up till 12. You know, mm. what happens is that you really have no say in your life. You are not up to anything. You're mm. just passing through the day. And if somebody is uh, putting a threat on you, so you wake up. Because there's work to do, so you wake up. Now I don't mm -hmm. have any work to do, so I can sleep for two hours extra. So it's like that. You're, you're just sort of, your day is passing. You are not designing your day. So if you are going to design your day, you're going to design your life, 
uh, you're going to create your future, then mm. you need to create your routines. Mm. So that's the first step. The second thing about routines is once you've done your routines, you have routines, it's a good idea to look at your routines again and see whether these routines work for you or they don't work for you. Mm. Maybe you need to alter some of your routines. Get your routines to be better than they are right now. Mm. Many people who work in organizations, they have certain work routines, which are 10-year-old, 20-year-old routines, which are not useful for them today. Mm. For example, I, I spoke to a CEO once. He has a routine to talk to every supervisor for half an hour to one hour. Mm. And he has about eight of them. So this whole day goes in talking to his supervisors. And mm. so I asked him, but what does your general manager do? Doesn't he take care of supervisors? He says, yeah, but before general manager was there, I was talking to my supervisors, so I still keep doing the same routine. Mm. I said, but is that a waste of your time? Mm. He says, then what will I do the whole day? I said, start a new business. You, you're free. You've got mm. a business going. You have your supervisors running your uh, construction sites. You have a general manager managing them. You speak to your general manager one hour a day, and you, you run your business without any problem. You're free the whole day. You can do seven more businesses, seven mm. more general managers, right? So when you look at your routines and you examine them and you start to see, okay, this is a waste of my time. I don't need to be doing this. Mm. Then you can change your routine. Mm. But you change it for useful things, like whether it's for your health, whether it's to make more wealth, whether it's to spend more time with your wife or your husband or your kids, whatever it is your choice. Nobody's going to tell you what to do. But you mm. have a lot of time where... Uh, if you see your routines, you can sort of use it better. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So you know, Vivek, if I if if I if we can go to the practical aspects of applying some of this, you know, in in you know, specifically in the context of work from home. Now, a lot of our, our listeners are people who uh, may have lost a job uh, or who are who might feel the pinch that they might lose the job. So there is also, you know, aspect that people who are continue to, to work from home, but then also people who are not working and they are working on finding a job. So what are some of the practical things that people can do to really improve some of the productivities? And they feel, I think that there is in my view, so the one is that if you are being productive or not, and whether, you know, you're, you're getting your things done, uh, or not. So, so what are some of the practical things that people can do, you know, from now uh, to improve their productivity? So first, let's just get clear. What is productivity? Uh, most people are totally scared of this word productivity. It, it, productivity is like fear for people because they think it's output. Productivity is not output. Productivity mm -hmm. is output divided by input. So it's not what you do. It's what you take out and what did you put in? There's an effort you put in. You put in two hours, four hours, eight hours, and you got a certain output. That's productivity, output divided by input. So there's no, there is some output you want. Now, you're sitting at home. You don't have a job. You have no output. So what do you want? You want to create some output. What kind of output? Uh, I want to find a job. Okay. Are there jobs available? for a person of your, with your skills and your experience. If not, then what to do? Because the world is changing. The world has changed so much in the last two weeks, three weeks. 
In fact, it's been changing for a while now, but people have been sleeping. Coronavirus and COVID-19 and this lockdown has pre-pawned something by two years. Whatever problems would be happening two years from now is happening right now. That it, your skills, your job may not be there tomorrow. What skills do you need to develop right now so that you can do new jobs, new types of work? What are the new types of work you could be doing? Where could a person with your skills be useful? What are the skills you need in the new future that is emerging? And mm -hmm. one of the skills listening keenly to what other, other needs, others' needs are, being able to find out ways and means you can provide solutions to problems that others have, uh, and, and find out what others need and, and start to provide solutions for them. Mm -hmm. you know, the, the person who finds out solutions for people faster is the one who's going to be making the most money right now. Mm -hmm. Today, there are people locked down. What do they need? Create yeah. something today in your life that will provide them what they need. They'll pay you for it. Mm. They may pay you less, but they'll pay you for it. Mm. Right? It's, in, it's interesting what you were saying. I'm not sure if Neshad is... Neshad, are you still here or... You've lost him. Yeah, he's on mute. Oh, no. He's back. <laughs> here he is. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Carolyn, uh, please. Um, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, so you're saying, I guess, that the virus has... Um, we've got this, but there was a, a bigger change happening before that about around the world changing. Do you want to talk a little bit maybe about, you know, what what that is? Are you talking about sort of the, the automation and the, the the change of what work looks like or what we're doing? Is that is that what you're talking about or something a little bit different? Yeah, so in, 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 in various countries and uh, they, they have different terminologies. Mm. Well, some people use the word VUCA. Uh, I think uh, Naishad, in one of our conversations we had recently, he used the word workplace 4.0 or something like that, right? Uh, th there is a different world that is emerging. The future mm. is changing. A lot of people are going to find, a lot of businesses are going to find that their business is going to disappear. Mm. There's no need for them the way they are right now. Uh, for example, uh, in photography, many years ago, we needed the film. You need mm. to buy film from Kodak to take photographs. Today, you don't need to buy that film. You don't. Those cameras are obsolete, mm. right? We everything is digital now. So, how many things are going to get replaced by the automation digital world? Mm. Um, how many things can be done online? Um, I mean, they're looking at uh, creating cabs in America, which will take you from one place to another without a driver. Mm. So, how many Uber and Ola drivers are going to lose their jobs because you don't need a driver, mm. right? It's the world is changing a lot. Lawyers, junior lawyers, do a certain work. The kind of work the junior lawyers do is find out information from all the libraries and give it to the senior law lawyer to make the argument in court. Mm. Today, a computer does that job five times more reliable and uh, three times faster, ten times faster than the lawyer would do, and mm. it's for free. It doesn't even cost the senior lawyer anything. So mm. I don't need a junior lawyer anymore. It's, you know, you, they'll lose their jobs. The mm. world is changing. Mm. Rather than getting worried about it, rather than reacting to it, said, oh my God, oh my God, God is not going to help. 
this is a time to start to look at okay what skills do i need to develop in the wuka world mm -hmm. in, the, in the changing world and those mm -hmm. are to be able to engage with people to be able to innovate to be able to create with others what what i mean work with others in a team uh, th things that many people don't have a habit of a lot of people know how to do their work alone mm. now how, how am i going to work with 20 other people mm. good start talking to people engage relationships mm. find out what other people want how many other people have lost their job around you if mm. 10 of you got together what business could you start together online that will get all of you income to take care of your families mm. and all the wisdom and all the right answers will be there in that community mm. you you do not need to know all the answers yeah it's funny the level of creativity that we're seeing and this is just in an entertainment sense around all of the the dancing and the photos from my balcony and all of there's an amazing level of creativity that's just coming from people being isolated and finding different ways to connect or even you know the simple things like um drawing a rainbow different rainbows that kids are doing in chalk in the in the driveways and things like that we do have it in maybe it's just this sort of kind of like the next step from it, from that to to find you know different things that we could be could be working on together it can be a very exciting time i think so Yeah. Yes. And and it's uncertain. Excellent. The future right. is uncertain. Uh, yeah. Uh and I'm I'm just going to look at if you have received any question. If you got any question for Vivek around productivity or particular challenge that you are experiencing, uh you know, please uh send it to us. We've got the question. We got a comment about the DST acceptance part. is that you know this is it or you know saying that look i can't get it all done i will never get it all done i think that's that's a big relief now we're not we're not saying that you just don't do anything but you are not going to get everything done there is also <laughs> a distinction between between that but i i think if i if i can ask about the parents because you know you know you know parents sometimes feel you know especially if you have been you know continuously working i feel in india you know people work 8 days a week not even 6 days a week because the amount of work that everyone does right now this is for some parents it's a time for just chill not really don't do anything right now you know they might feel that you know this is if i'm chilling how it will impact on my kids and that also sometimes forces them to look I just might invent something. I just don't want to relax because otherwise they will feel, oh, dad or mom are relaxing. Why do I have to bother about it? And I don't want to create that that uh, that impression on them. So, what are your thoughts, even to those parents who are forcing themselves just to avoid looking idle to their kids? See, when you are living a life of reaction, you really are going to do what you just said which is either you're chilling because of the reaction or you're forcing yourself to do something because of some reaction you're not having you're not thinking through that okay what would be a balanced life when i'm at home a balanced life when i'm at home well that could be doing work that is creative i could be doing things which are fun 
I could be doing things which are chilling. I mean, if everyone is not having a chill time every day during office days, that itself is not healthy. You should be having fun every day of your life. I mean, I don't think it's written in the Bible or in the Quran or any other place that you're supposed to have fun only after you retire or after you're 80 or something like that. I mean, you can chill now. I mean, even for, for, for me, what I'm doing right now is chilling, right? I'm just having fun, having a chat with two people and uh, I, I, I enjoy my work. This is my work. I'm enjoying it. So chilling is good for the health, but plan your day, create your day, design your day. You have a free calendar. All the people in the world need to find out no one thing only in life. If you want to find time in your life, open a calendar. Just open any calendar. Open your phone. Open the calendar in your phone and you see there's lots of free time. Do whatever you have to do in that calendar. Plan your day. Plan time for fun. Plan time for work. And have a balanced life. And be the designer. Don't be a person who is doing things because otherwise my children will feel like this. Like that's another... Or it's the opposite of my daughter. You know? Yeah, there's no point doing that. Just, just chill. Excellent. KB, have you got anything uh, you know, we, as we are coming to an end? Um, no, I think that's um, a few of the questions I had, like structuring your day and you, you've covered that. I guess like my main take is that level of intention around stuff that you do. Like you work out what's really important and, and make sure you put that in your calendar and you plan for it. Because I think we... Uh, yeah, I'm uh, guilty a lot of letting the day happen to me and then rushing off at the immediate perceived deadline, <laughs> whether it is a deadline or not, sort of actually going what's really important to, to get done today. But having the freedom, I think that lovely freedom of going, I'm just not going to get it all done and that's okay. Like just that's okay. The world's not going to end if, if if that happens, I think. So, yeah, no, it's been, been really interesting. So, um yeah. Can I, can I say something Excellent. about these last Please. things that you said? Two things. Never tell your client, I cannot do everything that I promised you. Never tell your spouse that I will not do all the things I promised you to do. You can't use that I will never get it all done as an excuse for not keeping your promises. Damn. Damn. <laughs> okay. So, what, what should you say? <laughs> But when you plan your life, when you plan your mm. day, you've got to be able to tell people, look, I cannot do this today. This is the, my, I have a schedule. This is a busy mm. day. Whatever you ask me to do, I can't do it today. Maybe tomorrow, day after, let, let me put a time slot to whatever you're saying. Mm. And I'll do it at that time. Mm. That's, one, that's one thing. Second thing from what you said, Carolyn, very, very important. As you structure your day, mm. you must give yourselves two hours to three hours a day free. That is, you will not schedule anything for those slots, half an hour, half an hour time slots in the day. Make sure there are at least five blank half an hour time slots in a day to mm -hmm. deal with emergencies and uh, interruptions and stuff that comes up. So you mm -hmm. need to have some free time in your calendar just with nothing planned. Mm -hmm. If no emergency comes, if you are completely free, you don't know what to do with yourself, well, there are two options. One, enjoy yourself, chill. Two, remember that first list I told you that you're not going to do anything from? 
that big list that you want to your mountain go to your mountain pick whatever you want from your mountain and do it yeah that makes sense all right we've got Thank one you, question uh, you know uh, from one of our facebook uh, listener he says uh, is it weird to feel good during this lockdown <laughs> not at all not at all it's not at all weird to feel good it's actually healthy to feel good yeah, yeah absolutely healthy to feel good yeah yeah, yeah. awesome, awesome. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right. So for those listeners who want to listen to this amazing, uh, you know, discussion, this will be available on uh, my LinkedIn uh, live activity on my on LinkedIn. Uh, and I'll soon be converting this into a podcast. So keep uh, an eye out for that. Vivek, uh, for those people who want to contact Vivek, if you're struggling with productivity, he runs, uh, you know, workshops uh, uh, of mission control and amazing technology. Uh, so, uh, you know, please reach out to Vivek Chopra on LinkedIn and Vivek would be more than happy to, to help you out. Vivek, once again, thank you very much for joining us because this is a very important topic. However, not many people really give that, uh, that notice of productivity or being productive. So we've been able to shed some light on it. And thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And this thank is the you. first time for me to be uh, on a conversation like this. And so thank you so much. It was, no, it's, it was been, it's been wonderful learning from you. And I just wanted to remind everyone, we have put a link in the comments if you want to get daily notifications of great conversations like the one we've had with Vivek. So I'll put that in these comments as well. And thank you so much for your time, Vivek. It's been very interesting um, learning from you today. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, everyone. I will. See, you will see us tomorrow. Uh, you know, same time, 3 p.m. Melbourne time, 10:30 a.m. India time, with another guest and another topic. If you want us to to do us, you know, a series or a LinkedIn live on a specific topic that interests you, that you think that would be valuable to you, please reach out to us, and then we'll be able to, you know, tease it out and discuss, and then see if you can find a guest that can share some new ideas and insights onto that. So until we see you next time, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay at home. See you, everyone. See you, everyone. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Your Career Down Under show. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to know more about how Your Career Down Under can help you, please reach out to us on www.yourcareerdownunder.com.au and if you have got a question about today's episode or if you want us to do a particular show on a particular topic please reach out to us we would love to do that until next time be well